This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. This is Otago Access Radio on 105.4 FM and you're listening to Out of This World with Holly and Emily. It is Thursday the 17th of June at 3.30pm here on Out of This World. I'm Emily. And I'm Holly. And And we're your hosts on Out of This World. Where we talk and discuss the ins and outs of astrology. Star signs, horoscopes, intuitive thoughts and all of that. How does it work? We are going to cover some of these things over our show, along with playing some music from Fleetwood Mac, One Republican Top Loader. We also have a guest coming onto the show later to talk about their opinion on astrology and their beliefs on this topic. Can we turn a sceptic into a believer? But first things first, we want to give you a brief description on what astrology really is. Roughly, it is the belief that the alignment of the stars and planets affects every individual's mood, personality and environment, all depending on when and where they were born. In the dictionary, it says that astrology is a study of movements and relative positions of celestial bodies interpreted as having an influence on human affairs and the natural world, which in my opinion sounds super confusing and crazy. Mm, Sounds like boring. Well, it's not for everyone, but it can be interesting for those who like astrology. Oh, no, I, I actually get that. I mean, it's fun to read about and stuff because it's funny to figure out people's star signs before them telling you and then they're shocked when you get it right. I guess so. <laughs> right, so we're going to start the show off with a having a call-in and playing a game of can you guess my star sign? And if we manage to guess it, then they go in the draw to win a movie, Ooh, a movie t- <laughs> ticket bundle. All right, we have a caller on line one. Caller, introduce yourself. Hi guys, I'm Luke. Hey Luke, can you please describe yourself to us so we can try to guess your star sign? Alright, so my element is air, my colours are blue and jade green, my scents are almond, rose, vanilla and violet. Could you please tell us who you are and aren't compatible with? Sure thing. So basically I'm compatible with Aquarius and Gemini, but then I'm not compatible with Aries, Cancer or Capricorn. Oh, okay. Um, are you balanced? Um, yes, I think so. And would you say that you are a very civil person? Yep, I find that I can be pretty civil, to be honest. I feel like I can relate to you. Uh, would you say that you saw the beauty in all things too? Yes, actually I do. Luke kind of sounds like you, Emily. Okay, I'm going to guess that you're a Libra just like me. Holly, do you agree? Oh, okay, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yep, I'd say you're a Libra. Is that correct, Luke? Yes, you're correct. Well, congratulations. Yeah. You've made it into the draw to win a VIP movie ticket bundle. Well done. Thank you, guys. Well, thanks for calling in, Luke. Best of luck for you being in the draw. All right, bye. See you, guys. Alright, that was us playing Can You Guess My Star Sign and after the ad break we'll be playing music by Fleetwood Mac, the 1975 song Rhiannon. Then after that we have a guest on the show who we will be trying to educate about some sides of astrology that they are quite sceptical about. First Holly, do you know what or more like who the deity Rhiannon is? Uh, No, I don't think so. Okay, well Rhiannon was actually a Welsh Welsh goddess and the story goes that the Celtic moon goddess was born at the first moon and is known as the Divine Queen of Fairies. She is the goddess of fertility, rebirth, wisdom, magic, beauty and transformation. Rhiannon manifests as a beautiful young woman dressed in gold and is riding a pale horse. A king saw Rhiannon riding her horse and he tried to chase after her but he couldn't catch up to her no matter how fast he rode. Um, in the end, he simply just asked for her to stop, and she just turned around and said, well, you could have just asked me to stop. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, they fell in love and had a son, but one night her handmaid stole him and left puppy's bones, and 
blood all over her oh, and making it oh. out like she'd killed and eaten her own son. Okay. I know, pretty gross. <laughs> yeah. But uh, Rhiannon got put in front of the city gates where she stayed for seven years until one day her son and the people that found him came to the gate and she was finally set free. Oh, well, that, okay, that was a lot. Um, anyway, so listeners, sit back and enjoy this 1975 hit and really listen into the lyrics. Here it is, Rhiannon by Fleawood Mac.
Have you ever looked up to the night sky and thought to yourself, Wow, those stars look nice. Wish I could name my own star. Well, guess what? Now you can. Now I can do what? Buy and name your own star. For the cost of only $550 a month, you can own a star, name a star and be a star. Wow, that sounds great. But how do I apply for my star? To buy your own star, head over to www.eurostar.com and fill out the application form on the website. It's that easy. Wow, I just filled out the form and now I have my own star. Star shopper, you are a star. Before the break, that was Fleetwood Mac song Rhiannon. Coming up will be our interview with our special guest who's coming onto this, coming into the studio to discuss their be- disbeliefs in astrology. But first we have decided to do a wee ranking of all the zodiacs. On our personal scale of favourite to least favourite of the signs, nothing about this ranking is personal or to attack any of the zodiac signs specifically, Uh, but this is a Libra and Pisces view on all the other signs, so basically who we can vibe with. Alright, so Holly and I have decided that we've, well we've both got our own lists and we're going to compare both of them to see our differences on a Pisces point of view, which is Holly's, and a Libra's point of view, which is mine. Um, but at number one, I have Libra, just oh. because we are superior. Yeah, no, no, no. At number one for me, I have Libra too. All right. Uh, second, Pisces, because you guys are just awesome. Oh, cheers. Love oh. Pisces. <laughs> yeah, no. Second for me has to be Virgo. I've got Virgo as number three. I just love Virgos. I think they're so quirky. Yeah, no fear. It's just so fun. They're kind of shy and weird, though. No. Yeah, they're no, fun. They're that. fun. Um, third for me, got to be Cancer. I mean, I just get along with them so well yeah number four i have leo (laughs) so toxic so beautiful just love leos that's one way to describe them um fourth for me got to be capricorn i mean they're just always there for you yeah i've got capricorn as number five they just have major leader energy like they're just always in charge and kind of bossy but it makes them fun yeah no number five for me got to be aries like they're just so like free willing nature i don't know right Uh, number six, I have Cancer. They're just so feisty. And you know the m- movie Mean Girls? Oh, yeah. They're just Cancer vibes. Oh, mean Girls vibes. That makes so much sense, actually. Uh, what number are we up to? Six? Yeah, no, I've got Sagittarius. They're just, I don't know, strong-minded. Like, I've got, I've got Sagittarius is seven. Oh. I don't know. They're just kind of weird. See, seven for me is uh, Pisces, even though I am one. I don't really... Get along oh, with them. awesome. Oh, cheers, man. Right, number eight, you're going to hate me for this one, but it is... Gemini. Oh. I know they're two-faced. They are pretty two-faced and annoying, but they can be lovable. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, I've got Taurus for number eight. I don't know. They're just carefree and funny. Yeah, they're all right. <laughs> uh, number nine, I have Aquarius. Mm. They're kind of far down the list. I'm not that big of a fan of Aquarius. Ah, oh, see, number nine for me is Leo, because <laughs> we know one in particular. Uh, all right, number ten is Scorpio. They're just, they're not nice people. They're always <laughs> negative, and they have the worst God complex ever. Oh, mine's Aquarius. I mean, half my family is Aquarius, I think, and they were just buttheads. Mm. All right, number eleven. Although number eleven is my moon sign, which is Taurus, I always forget that Taurus is a star sign. Like, it's just Aww. so irrelevant. You don't really hear about them that no, much, do you? not really. Um, yeah, no, for me, number 11 got to be Gemini. I mean... Say it all. Say it all. Moving on. Uh, number 12, I have Aries. It's just another one that I always forget about. They're just... Mm-mm. 
not that great. <laughs> See, I got Scorpios. I think that they think that they're gods. Oh, that, that is true, actually. Yeah, so anyway, those are our ranks for the different star signs from a Libra and Pisces perspective. I mean, we had some of the same signs in the same places on our list, yeah, but then some are kind of different. <laughs> uh, yeah, but lucky Pisces and Libras tend to get along quite well, so, I mean, some of our opinions will be similar. Yeah, true. So, anyways, after the song break, we will be joined by our special guest for their interview about why they do not believe in astrology. Now we're going to play another song, so here is the 2000 revamped hit Dancing in the Moonlight by Top Loader. Everybody 
Hey, and welcome back to Out of This World with Holly and Emily. Right now, we have our guests on our show here to discuss with us if they do or don't believe in the works of astrology. So here is Amber Pringle. Amber, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. So Amber, I hear that you're a skeptic when it comes to astrology. Is that correct? Uh, yes, I am. Could you explain to us your view on astrology? Sure. So basically, I don't believe in astrology. It doesn't make sense to me how the stars can define how a person can act. All right, I see where you're coming from because we get that not everyone can understand how astrology works and it can be weird to believe that the stars' alignments can cause certain things to work in certain ways. So, Amber, do you think there's any chance we can try to change your mind a little bit about how you view astrology? I guess I can give it a go. All right, so first things first, what is your star sign, if you know it? I'm a Virgo. Oh, okay, nice, a Virgo. Do you know many traits that can be associated with your star sign? Apparently we're emotional, but I don't agree with that. Are you sure about that? Well, actually, maybe I am, but I don't believe that it's because I'm a Virgo. We're going to list some traits that can be used to describe a Virgo, okay? Then you let us know if any of them might relate to you. Okay, sounds good. Okay, so Virgos tend to be quite helpful towards others. They find it hard to relax, they're subtle with their actions, they notice and remember everything, they hate being teased, and they're quite alert. Now, not all of these may apply to you, and there are many more traits, but for now, what do you think about those being the ones associated with your star sign? Okay, I'm not going to lie, some of those are quite scary to think about because I do relate with some of those traits. Yeah, so each zodiac sign has their own traits which can relate to someone with their sign. I still don't understand how stars can just make someone act in certain ways, like when people blame it and say, oh, it's because I'm an Aquarius. It's sort of strange. The movement of the sun on the astrological sign determines your behaviour in that period. The sun moves across all the star signs, changing its position on them, and this affects the personality. So, your behaviour depends on the month and the position of the sun on the sign. Oh, okay, I get that that's how it supposedly works, but it's still hard to believe every person who, for example, is a Cancer, has the same mindset and actions as every other person who is a Cancer too. Well, not all Cancers will act the same way as other Cancers. They might just have a few traits in common with each other. Yeah, we just find astrology interesting. It's a bit spooky, but it's kind of fun to read about and stuff, so that's why I like it. Actually, I get that it's kind of cool, but I just don't want to religiously believe in astrology. Well, you don't have to, obviously, but do you want to learn a little bit more about it? Yeah, I guess so. Oh, okay. Do you want your monthly horoscope reading? We will be reading it from Joseph Polonsky's uh, Your Personal Horoscope 2021 book. Oh, yes, please. So basically, this month for you looks like your best days will be the 6th, 7th, 8th, 16th, 17th and 24th. And last month's lunar eclipse had a powerful effect on you. So this month uh, that will also happen, but on the 10th. Take it nice and easy and reduce your busy schedule. Things that must be done should, of course, be done, but non-essentials are best to be rescheduled. Is there anything specific you'd like to know about your month? Is there anything about my love life? Oh, yes. Uh, The spouse, partner or current love has family dramas. Since this eclipse also affects Mercury and Neptune, it impacts your personality and your love life. It can stress a current relationship. This doesn't necessarily mean a breakup, though, just a crisis. Oh, well, okay. So all you Virgos out there, it seems like this is the best best month to stay single. (laughs) But Amber, your good days for love this month are the 1st, the 2nd, 3rd, 11th, 13th, 20th, 21st, 29th, and the 30th. So that's pretty good, right? Yeah, that actually sounds like I have a chance. (laughs) 
Um, well, even though I'm not sure how these horoscopes work, they're quite nice to hear about um, having something in your month letting you know how it's going to go for you. <laughs> yeah, no, no, exactly. It's all just a bit of fun. So even if people don't believe in the workings of the stars' alignments, they can still enjoy a nice wee reading or whatever they want. Yeah, okay, girls, you've got me here. This was actually quite fun talking to you both about astrology, even though it's so confusing to wrap your head around. Well, Amber, thank you for coming on to the show. We really appreciate it. And yeah, we had a bit of fun. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, until next time, Amber, I hope your month goes well for you. And speaking of monthly horoscopes, here's an advertisement for Madam Spooky's horoscope readings if any of you listeners are interested in receiving your own reading. I wonder what this month is going to look like for me. I know someone who can tell you about your future. Really? But how is that even possible? With Madam Spooky, anything is possible. She'll tell you your personal monthly horoscope for the cheap price of 123 an hour. Just head on down today to see her. Wow, but where do I find Madam Spooky? You can contact Madam Spooky through 0800 Spooked or head down to her hidden office at 25 Dark Lane Avenue. Well, for only $123 an hour, I get to know my own monthly horoscope. That's a pretty great deal. Now get going to your monthly horoscope reading. She already knows that you're coming. Welcome back. Now, as our show is coming to an end soon, we thought it would be fun for you listeners to listen to me giving Emily an oracle card reading. The catch is that Holly's not actually too good at giving these (laughs) readings, so we thought that it'd be a fun challenge to see if Holly can use her intuition to give me a proper reading. Holly will be using the Archangel Raphael Healing Oracle Cards by Doreen Virtue. Yeah, well, I'm kind of nervous, but uh, we'll see how this goes, I guess. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Um, All right, Emily. I have shuffled the cards, and now I will spread them out, and you know, just let your gut feeling guide you. Use my intuition. Yeah, so picking three cards. All right. Um, I pick that one, that one, and (laughs) that one. All righty. Let's see what you've got. Okay. Um, You have picked the cards of, oh, leaving a stressful situation behind. Oh, and then the next one is a card about relationship. So I think that you need to leave a stressful relationship behind with someone. And then the final card says, easy does it. So basically, I'm picking up, you know, something saying um, you should calm down. Just don't do anything. (laughs) Hold your horses. Yeah, just calm the farm and let everything happen for a reason. But don't forget to leave whatever, you know, stressful relationship you have behind. Okay. Um, uh, I mean, it wasn't that bad. It wasn't great, but I mean, dope. You've gotten better at these readings, though, I must say. I mean, I am quite proud of myself, so thank you. you. (laughs) Okay. Um, Anyways, thank you for tuning into our show, Out of This World, this afternoon. We are going to leave you with the 2013 hit song, Counting Stars, by One Republic. So goodbye from Holly and Emily. So until next time, Out of This World, signing out. Lately I've been, I've been losing sleep Dreaming about the things that we could be But baby, I've been, I've been praying hard Said no more counting dollars, we'll be counting stars Yeah, we'll be counting stars Swing my heart across the line in my
my face is flashing signs Seek it out and ye shall find Old, but I'm not that old Young, but I'm not that bold And I don't think the world is sold I'm just doing what we're told This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.